Hello, and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to CNC Real Talk Weekdays. You can visit us online at www.blacknationclub.com or facebook.com forward slash Black Nation Club. Or you can send us a tweet at Black Nation Club. Today's topic, what are the rules for men in a relationship? Please feel free to call in at 929-477-4073 and tell us how you feel. Or you can just listen. And now, let's get started. What are the rules for men in a relationship? How should men handle themselves when in a relationship? Are there behavior or manner rules, friend rules? Are there curfew rules? Should men have any relationship rules at all? Today we're going to get into, um, of course, talking about rules in a relationship. And I'd like to start with the men, since um, you know the men are the head of the household. And in our last couple of episodes um, were for the women. And I wanted to go over a few rules and um give some of my input and opinion and, of course, um, allow the listening audience to um, call in and also give your opinion and ask questions, too. And, of course, if you're listening in, you can uh, go ahead and give us a call at 929-477-4073. Make sure you press the 1 if you want to go ahead and ask a question or have something to say. Okay, and one of the... um, One of the rules um, that is out for um, relationships, and of course, you know, dealing with men, like I said, is try your best to love your partner unconditionally, even if it seems hard not to be selfish. And, you know, um, a lot of times in relationships, we unfortunately have to deal, you know, with selfishness um, because a lot of times, you know, that's how we were. I don't want to say raised, um, but how people just, um, how they, um, how their personality developed um, while they were, you know, growing up, you know, for whatever reason. And so, you know, when they get into a a relationship, you know, it it continues, you know, the same way. So, um, and that's one of the the, um, things that actually can hurt a relationship is, you know, being selfish, especially when the other person is, um, you know, giving, you know, everything that they're supposed to give. And um, it doesn't seem like, you know, you're giving your all. Um, That puts a really big strain on the relationship and usually, you know, in uh, separation. Okay, um, another um, rule that we have for... Um, relationship is to uh, think from your partner's perspective um, when it comes to matters of the heart. And that's really in anything, um, you know, you always want to look at something from the other point of view um, because sometimes we don't see everything that we do and everything that, uh, you know, can go on. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, we're inside of the box, and when you're inside, it's hard to see what's really going on, you know, when you're, when you're looking from the outside. 
so when when you're in a relationship, especially when you're um, when you're um, you know, of course, of the opposite sex, you know, you're you have different views on things. You know, boys are raised up different from girls, so you might not necessarily be able to see things from a woman's point of view. And um, it actually might be helpful, and sometimes, you know, it might give you further insight into a situation and actually, you know, help. And a lot of times, you know, you can even get insight from, you know, your mom or a female a female um, a family member. But I wouldn't suggest, you know, speaking to your relationship um, outside of your relationship, like any specific situations or anything because that that adds to um, mistrust. Partner feels like you're you're speaking about things outside of the relationship. It really doesn't help the relationship. All it does really is add confusion, especially if you're um, bad mouthing your partner to someone else. Um, that doesn't really help because when you're when you're look when your um when your fam- when your argument is over and your family members you know listen to your um or when they come around your partner you know they're going to remember everything that you said you know when they've listened to you badmouth your partner for out who however long you know you've been doing it for and so you know that really doesn't help especially like I said in family situations or even um, even with your friends, um, and that that makes the situation even worse. If you like to go to your friends and um, talk about you know what goes on in your relationship, um, of course with your friends, you know your friends are going to be looking at your spouse different. You know they're not in the relationship with your spouse, so anything bad that you said, they're going to remember and they're not going to forgive easy. And then, you know, um, of course, that adds problems in your own relationship with your friends because then they start to, you know, feel a certain type of way about your spouse and then they're always going to have something to say. And then your your spouse is going to feel, you know, weird about being around them. And it's just going to cause a whole lot of confusion between, you know, your friends and your spouse. So I really don't suggest that. And I feel like if you guys you know, feel like you need something outside of your relationship, some type of input outside of your relationship, I would suggest that you both come together um, and agree upon a mediator for that. There's really no need for you to um, go outside of your relationship on your own because you two are the only people in that relationship together. And I, I do see that we have some callers just want to remind the callers that if you do have something to say, you want to get some input, make sure you press the one so that I can know um, that that is your choice. Okay, continuing with um, the next rule is end an argument as soon as possible, even if hugging your partner is the last thing on your mind. And I don't think that men really understand how important that is um, for women because we as women need... Um, love and affection 
And uh, and women sometimes, you know, we have a tendency to hold a grudge. And if you just uh, give us some type of love or affection or, you know, even if you feel like maybe you're not the one who's wrong, you know, you can apologize. And, of course, we can do that too. But maybe if you at least just try to end the relationship, at least you know on your part that you did what you were supposed to do. You know, and if you continue to see that, you know, you're giving your all with trying to do that in your partner. Um, you know, doesn't really give in to that, then, you know, maybe you should start, you know, thinking about other things. Both of you should actually try to make sure you always end um, an argument as soon as possible because there really isn't any need for you to continue the argument. It doesn't really help anything. And I think that even before you get into an argument, that you guys should actually set out rules for arguments, you know, or like, so I say, like, for disagreements, because disagreements don't always have to be emotional. You know, they don't have to come from a, an emotional place, I guess. You know, when you, when you first deal with it, you can have emotions, but you don't have to have, like, emotional outbursts or let your emotions, you know, lead you with your actions. Sometimes, you know, you can just um, reschedule, you know. Another one is um, make make love regularly. Never a lot of times for it. Scheduling a time for sex makes it a chore, and that can start to become a bore. Um, that's true, um, of course, with both. And um, since we're speaking about men, I will say, like, make your woman feel sexy. Make her feel beautiful. And uh, let her know that, you know, she is sexually attractive because if you don't let her know that she's sexually attractive, she's going to uh, seek and crave that, and then she's going to try to get it from somewhere. You know, she may not necessarily cheat, but she um, might, you know, uh, look for it for maybe it would be like attention-wise, um, as in now new friends or maybe, you know, she's dressing different now. But every woman likes to feel sexually attractive, and, you know, like I said, she's going to seek that out. So um, another thing to do with that, I guess, is to be spontaneous with her and, um, you know, like sexually spontaneous and, and let her know that that fire is still there, you know. That always helps, definitely, keep the relationship strong. We all know that. Sex is a really major factor in a relationship, and, you know, it, it's a, it's actually a deciding factor in relationships. We all know that. Okay. Next, we're going to go to communicate with each other and grow in love, but never grow apart with lack of commu- communication as the years pass by. Um, we all know that communication is really important. Without communication, of course, you know, you can't speak to each other and understand what each other is saying. Um, and then, you know, um, gosh, I, I think you guys might be the worst. <laughs> when it comes to communication, uh, I could have some, some men call in and, of course, give me give me your input on it. But it seems like you guys don't really know how to, talk to anyone, um, and then men are so 
aggressive and bossy, you know, and sometimes, you know, they're in a position of power, and so they don't know what that position of power um, not to really carry it on into your relationship. So you might, you know, talk to your woman um, harshly, and you may not even know it. You know, that's a really big part of communication um, is how you, how and what you say to someone. And, of course, just keeping in communication, period. Um, someone had brought up before about um, your intentions um, with text messages and messages, period, you know, getting um, misconstrued and um, and how that your partner should know you know, what you're saying, um, even through text message, which, you know, I do, like, agree with because you should know your partner well enough, you know, like where you can hear exactly what they're saying. You know, that's happened to me plenty of times where, you know, I've seen the text message and while I'm reading it, you know, I can hear the person. So, and a lot of times, you know, um, that's based on, uh, miscommunication is by actually knowing your partner, you know, and of course that's just really important. And and I believe that you should be best friends with your partner. You know, you should want to hang out with them and spend time with them. You guys should be able to joke and laugh together. I feel like if, if you can't do that, you really shouldn't be together. So, of course, with, you know, wanting to spend time with your partner, you get to know your partner. And I think you should, you know, get to know your partner really well. I believe your partner should be your best friend, although you, you can have other friends outside your relationship. But definitely your partner should be your best friend because, well, why else are you even part, partnering up with them? You know, a lot of times we get together out of um, something, you know, that society, uh, some reason that society has told us, you know, that we should uh, be involved with someone or link up with someone or, you know, maybe you know, they said, oh, you know, you're at that age or something, you know, like, don't you think you should be settling down or, you know, whatever reason, and we don't uh, end up with the person who we should be with or anyone, you know, that's even compatible with us because, you know, we, we got into a relationship for the wrong reasons. So we should always try to make sure that when we begin to relationships, that, that, that that person is compatible with us and that, they are our best friend, or you know, at least moving towards it. If you're in the beginning of beginning of your relationship. Okay. And then, um, and then, like I said, with the the, because I actually want to say that with bringing up the best friends, because because of course you know when you have new relationships, you can't of course be best friends. But um, I say to that, you know, that's. I don't think we should be, like, casually dating anyway. You know, there's too much of casual dating. I feel like, you know, you should even get to know a person before you even start trying to, like, meet with them or court them, you know. So that's a, uh, that's another reason why the, the best friend, friend thing is, like, so important because then once you get into the relationship, you already have a foundation built already. And then that keeps the relationship really strong. You know, like I said, you, you should want to be in your relationship. You should look forward to your relationship instead of, you know, marking the calendar on how long you've been in the relationship, you know, to say, yes, we've made it. Okay. 
learn to give space to each other, excuse me, to become better individuals. Even the closest of relationships need some time alone to miss each other now and then. And that's true. We, We both should be giving each other space. But since we're speaking about the men, of course, um, men, we do need our time to ourselves to get our head together. And um, (laughs) I think my um, audio was going in and out, just in case. Um, Please excuse me. But um, the space comes in um, to, you know, sometimes um, women, we, you know, we get hormonal or um, emotional, you know, and um, sometimes we just need some time to just be, you know, to ourselves and, and to think about things and to calm down. And instead of, um, you know, men maybe getting upset with us or anything, just give us a little space and allow us to calm down, you know. That's really important for us because as us women being emotional, you know, we can take things from a 2 to a 10 really quick. So if you just, you know, be calm with us and um, and work with us and give us space, you know, that can help stop a lot of disagreements. Okay, now we're going to the next one. And, and yeah, you're going to hear some outside noises. You know, I like to record these shows outside. Um, I live in the country, and it's, it's really beautiful outside. And um, so many beautiful birds and flowers and trees and everything. I love the outside air, so you might hear some noise going by. Another one, never take each other for granted. And that's really important. You know, a lot of times I feel like men take women for granted. Because, like I said, once again, men are in the position of power. And um, they have this, like, assumption or that, you know, they... That they um that you know they're the ruler, and we pretty much have to you know listen to them and what they say go, so um a lot of times, or like you know they'll say something about us being in our place, so a lot of times they'll um they'll just take the things that we do for granted, like let's say for cooking, you know, I'm one of the women who like to cook, and I like to cook from scratch, and um women you know it's it's like it's automatically seen as like that's our job. And you know we get into ritual, you know, uh, you know, with cooking dinner, and um, and you know through t- tradition. So it's known that the woman cooks it. But you know, a lot of times we don't appreciate the time and effort and energy that it takes into cooking. I I know, like I said, I cook from scratch. I like to cook from scratch, and it takes a lot of time to prepare the food. And, you know, to actually cook it Because when you're cooking from scratch You know, you have to prepare it and take longer And then when you're cooking um, You're going to be cooking for longer Because a lot of times, you know, the prepared food You know, already been cooked or fixed So it takes, you know, less time 
And, of course, it's hot in the kitchen, you know, <laughs> and then just standing on your feet and everything. And, you know, if the food tastes good, I meant we cook with love, you know. You can tell when food has been cooked with love and when something has just been thrown together, whether someone can actually cook or not, you know. So um, little things like that, you know, get taken for granted. Or, you know, if your woman looks beautiful for you all the time, like, don't take that for granted because, you know, she doesn't have to. <laughs> you know, of course, women like looking beautiful for themselves. But, you know, don't take for granted when a woman wants to make you proud and look good for you. Because a lot of times when we get dressed, you know, um, we do get dressed for our spouse and our partners. And just like, you know, we want our partners and our spouse to get dressed for us. Because, it, um, you know, you, you, you rep who you're with. You know, you represent that person. And if you're going out the house looking crazy, you know, then the person who you're with looks crazy. Whether they're with you or not, you know, especially if the people who, you know, if they know you, <laughs> who you're going out into the world and seeing. So. Okay. Um, this one says to say a white lie when you need to, especially if it's a little lie that won't change your relationship and make your partner so happy. Uh, I guess I could, like, agree with that, but that's like a slippery slope. When you start lying, um, that brings in confusion, of course. <laughs> and, um, you know, once, you, once you're used to telling a lie, you, you get used to telling a lie, you know what I mean? I like to, to remain as honest as possible, even if you feel like it, it, it will hurt the relationship, because your relationship should actually be stronger than that. Like I said, you need to get with someone who is compatible with you, and, and when I say combat, compatible with you, that's in every, like, area, you know, um, Physically, definitely, you, you have to be. You must be attracted to your mate. Because if you're not attracted to your mate, once again, you will stray. You will stray. And you will find someone who you are attracted to. So why not just go ahead and knock that out in the first place? Um, also compatible, you know, mentally. If you feel like, you know, you're way smarter than your mate, or if you feel like, you know, your mate's not on the same page with you as into your beliefs or how you think um, or what moves you're trying to make, you know, that's going to be another problem because, you know, if you're if you're moving left and you're moving right, you know, immediately that's going to cause division as we both know. So, um, and even, you know, like, so let's say with whatever issues that you have, be honest, you know, you need to be compatible with someone like that. You know, if you're, if you're, um, if you've been to jail, you know, don't lie about it. Don't hide that from someone. Tell them straight up front that you may find somebody who is compatible with you. You know, there are a lot of women out there who don't mind that, you know, and a lot of times they know that, um, you know, our men do get a bad rap or maybe they just happen to make a bad choice and they learn their lesson. I don't know, but <laughs> find someone who is compatible with you, okay, in all areas. And that's really important for men because you guys really um, are visual. And, you know, of course you guys like, you know, ass and other things. <laughs> and a lot of times you'll get with a woman because she 
looks, you know, really good physically. And you know what's actually funny? You guys will... <laughs> You guys will get little chick who uh, physically at the bottom, you know, she looks great, but her face may not necessarily look great. <laughs> oh, but you guys say, yeah, she has a great body, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I think that is just too hilarious. Me as a woman, I can never do that. <laughs> I'll just be physically attracted to you, like, from head to toe because uh, I have to look at you. And then once again, you know, like I said, you're usually in the stream. Okay. <laughs> um, never shy away from um, positive criticism, as long as you say, as long as you say it in a constructive manner, it will help your partner become a better person. And of course, that's true. You know, sometimes as men, they don't think that um, they can take um, criticism from women because once again, you know like in the leadership role, and they don't want to, I guess, you know, feel like a woman has anything to tell them about themselves. And then a lot of times, too, you know, women really don't know how to come across properly when telling someone about themselves. So um, they could be used to that. So, you know, it automatically um, puts up a block. But I would like to say that... um, when we get into relationships, we need to make sure, though, seriously, that we start the slate new, no matter how, how many times you've been hurt or what's happened in previous relationships, because not only are you hurting your relationship, but you're actually hurting yourself when you hold on to um, past situations um, from a past relationship. Um, let's say if, you know, in this new relationship, the only problem you have, or the only potential problem that you would have with this person is maybe um, they, you know, clap their fork when they eat or something like that. But now, since you're bitter from a past relationship, you know, maybe in your past relationship, maybe you got cheated on or or maybe um, you were getting talked down to or, you know, whatever reason, and you carry that over, and so now, you know, you're always, um, approaching your new partner with this um, in the same manner you would your old partner, you know, and now you're, you've added on, you know, extra um, problems when you only could have had something that was like so minor and so simple as just like, you know, clacking their teeth on a fork or something like that. But you've brought in now extra problems to the situation, so that actually hurts you, the relationship, and the other person. So I mean, and I know I've been hurt, you know, in relationships a lot. And that I still like to approach each one new because, you know, I know that that would bring in problems for myself. And plus, just, you know, common sense lets you know that that person isn't the same person. And then don't you, you know, want a new slate, you know, just period? Don't you not want to have to deal with old problems in new relationships? And even if it's happened, like, you know, a bunch of times, like maybe each time you get into a relationship, you know, you, you happen to see the same problem. You still are, you know, you you happen to um, receive the same problem from yourself. Well, then, well, when you have to question yourself, you know, and say, well, why am I, you know, continuously getting in these type of relationships, you know, because if the situation is repeating, then that means, you know, there's something with you. 
So when men or women, but we're speaking about men today, say something about, oh, men, all men are like this or all women are like this, you know, that just actually looks really silly because when you haven't dated all men, you haven't even dated anywhere near close to it, you know. There's like six billion people on this earth, and you you haven't even dated one million. So um, people, you know, like to generalize a lot. And not even knowing that, just generalizing in your words, it carries over into how you think. You know, if you continue to say something, that's what you believe, you know, especially if you continuously say it. So if you're always saying, oh, men are like this, oh, women are always like this, then you're probably going to end up running into some women like that because that's the type of energy that you're bringing in because that's all that you're focused on. Me, I don't like to focus on negative things, especially in my relationship. Like if I have a disagreement, I really like to just like mash it out and let it go if we can deal with it right then and there so we can get back to like laughing because I'm pretty sure, you know, you, you know that I'm like a little goofball. And I love laughing, so I'd rather be laughing than arguing, and that should be the same case uh, for mostly everyone. I'd rather, you know, if even if we didn't get, get into an argument, you know, we look at each other and we just start busting up laughing, you know, and just start making fun of each other after it for, for the silly things that we may have said. Okay. Be the shoulder to lean on no matter what. Time, I mean, test times are the most testing phases of a relationship. Stand by your partner, and when the storm ends, love will shine brighter. And that is so true. That is, like, so definitely true. Um, as I stated before, a lot of times we get into um, relationships, like, really quickly, and um, we don't know the person that well, and so we don't really have any, like, loyalty there. You know, so it's like when we get into rough times with each other, it's kind of like, well, you know, you don't feel that sense of loyalty to say, let me let me try to stick this in. Let me try to, you know, make it work, give some type of effort. It's just, it's just too easy nowadays for us to just hop up and switch, you know, like playing musical chairs. And, um, you know, we had a, um, once again, like I said, a lot of, a lot of things – a lot of problems will get taken out if we just get to learn somebody first instead of just jumping into relationships over maybe something physical or just maybe one thing, you know, that we have in common. Um, but, like, to be the shoulder to lean on someone, you know, and that goes back, like, with the selfishness, because a lot of times, you know, we all deal with our own problems in life. You know, we're all individuals, and we come together as one. So you may be having um, problems or difficulties, you know, in your life. Maybe, you know, you had a bad day at work. Maybe your wife had a bad day at work, too. So maybe if you, um, you know, put your put your problems to the side and be a leaning shoulder and give her a chance to, you know, feel better, then maybe, you know, her head can get clear and then she can reciprocate it. And that's with everything in a relationship, everything really should be um, reciprocated so that no one feels left out. And and um, no one should be saying, oh, I, I give 50%, because you really don't want to give 50% into a relationship. That doesn't really make sense. You should always give 100%, and then your, um, your partner gives 100%, because you are still one. You know, you're still one. 
So if you look at it as you giving 100% time, your partner giving 100%, well, that still leaves you at one because one times one is one. So don't look at don't look at it as oh I'm getting fifty percent like I'm doing my half because that's that's really not enough. Like and with standing with your partner, that covers a lot. Standing with your partner for a lot. Let's say um, I'll use an example um, of like maybe if you're out in public and you know you're with your partner and. Um, and they do something wrong or they're wrong or they're embarrassing, you know, instead of you um, looking at them like they're embarrassing you too, stand by your mate, you know, stand by them. And even if they were wrong, you know, just correct them when they get back home, you know, because you guys are supposed to be a united front together with each other. So, um, I, like, I see that a lot, you know, like partners can be out somewhere and, the uh, partner might do something, and the other person will, like, oh, you know, like, and that 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 causes a division in your relationship, and that also allows people who are around actually see a division in your relationship. And you really don't want anyone to see any types of division or cracks into your relationship because, believe me, if there's a crack, something's going to sneak into that crack for sure. You have to um, remain a united front with each other. Okay, and then the next one, which leads right into um, what I was saying about to never argue in public. That is so in public. I mean, it's so important. It's to not argue with each other. Because one is, like, it's so embarrassing to, you know, <laughs> to argue with your spouse in public. Um and then, like I said, once again, it shows people that you have a division within your relationship. But then you just look stupid because, you know, you're, one, you're arguing in public. That makes you look stupid. And then, two, you're arguing uh, in public with your spouse. That makes you look stupid. It's like, oh, you guys, you know, aren't getting along. And then not only are you not getting along, it's like you don't even have enough restraint to wait until you're home to do it. You know, I've been upset at my um, mate plenty of times in public. And, you know, I know how to... You know, it's like it's like if you're it's like if you're just sending you know secret signals or secret messages. You know, there's a look that you can get and be like, yeah, we're gonna deal with this later. And then you guys know, you know. But um, that is just so so unattractive to see couples arguing uh, in public, especially like I said, if you're arguing around those who know you, because everyone's gonna remember. <laughs> I mean, it's going to look silly, you know, later on. Okay. Um, date each other even if you've been together for years. It keeps the love alive. Of course, that's true. You know, and that goes back into earlier when I was talking about um, making a woman feel sexy. Because, you know, we still need to feel, we still need to feel that. And then, you know, we as women, we always feel like there's... um. you know, uh, younger women coming up out and um, we're getting older. So, you know, you see when you get older, you know, the, the younger women. So um, it starts uh, to make certain women um, perhaps second-guess themselves or their looks or something like that. And, you know, sometimes, you know, women don't 
um, they don't feel so great about themselves and they need like a little pick-me-up, you know, and it's always great to get that from your spouse, you know, that your spouse is telling you that you look amazing. And so with your spouse telling you that you look amazing, of course, you know, your spouse is going to want to take you out to dinner. We all like going out and, and keeping, you know, things young, like in our youth. You know, we used to go out on dates. That was like one of the, one of our favorite pastimes, you know, when we became a teenager and we started dating was to go out on dates and, and you know, doing activities together. So, you know, if you want your relationship to remain the way it was when you first started the relationship, where you're going to have to continue to do the things that you did um, in the beginning of that relationship. Okay, and then they cover, of course, again, you know, to look sexy for each other. That And that includes a flat tummy. And just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you should let yourself go and look shabby. And that's for sure, for sure. Um, a lot of times when people get into relationships, they start letting themselves go because the only reason they may have looked attractive in the first place was because they were, you know, trying to attract someone. And now that they feel like mission accomplished, you know, they might not feel the need for that anymore. Or sometimes um, you just may get, you know, sick and tired of your partner. <laughs> Maybe you guys get into it too much and now you're just like, ugh, whatever, you know, and then you just start to let yourself go. And, of course, that's just going to make things worse in your relationship because now, you know, your partner's just looking at you like, oh, my gosh, you know, you're letting yourself go. Like, you know, it's not helping the situation. It's like now not only are they mad at you for whatever reason, and now on top of that you look ugly. <laughs> and with, like I said, if you're in a relationship with someone, you should be attractive, uh, attracted to them. There is no reason to be in a relationship with someone if you're not attracted to them physically unless, you know, something happened to them, you know, perhaps. Um, because like I said, you're all, you're going to stray, you know, and if you don't stray, even if, you, even if you're strong enough to not stray, you're always going to want to, you know, it's always going to be there, so you're just going to be torturing yourself, you know. So um, I hope women, you know, don't still have that, um, notion that you know they don't have to try to you know keep themselves up for their um, spouse like that's not a requirement because that definitely is it's also a requirement for men you know um, no one wants a slacker no one wants someone who's not taking care of themselves you know if you um, if you weren't taking care of yourself before you got into the relationship or if your partner wasn't taking care of themselves before they got into the relationship would you have you know hooked up with them so, you know, you have to keep things the same. I don't know why people think that you can start a relationship on certain terms and then, you know, have those um, terms change. That's pretty much like breaking a contract and an agreement. And especially if you have a marriage, you know, we all know that a marriage is a contract. It is an agreement. It's an actual legal contract. Um, and if you um, like to look that up, look up the Black Law Dictionary for Matrimony, and it's, it's pretty much marriage is just a contract, so that, um, how do I put it, uh, certain dealings can be done legally. 
but getting back to the remaining sexy, you should also just want to like remain sexy for yourself, you know. Um, it keeps it keep you know when you when you look good, you feel good. So even if you know maybe you're mad at your partner and you don't want to you know keep yourself up, whatever you're like, oh, what's the point? You know, you just don't just do it for yourself. I know, I mean, it may sound narcissistic or something, but I know if if, uh, if I catch myself looking good, you know, I'm going to, you know, pep up my, my, um, uh, my whole, uh, I'm going to say outlook and um, continence, you know, everything. Um, everything perks up when you look good, you know, your, your, um, your liveliness perks up, your face perks up, you know, people, people notice you, you know, you're more happier and people always like to be around happy, beautiful people. (laughs) Okay. Compliment your partner, even if it's a regular chore or habit. Compliments are the best way to thank a special someone for the effort they've taken for you, however small it may be. That is so true, you know, me being a woman, uh, which I wish I did have um, a male point of view with this, but um, it's awesome and great because I'm a woman, and so uh, a lot of the advice that I give, of course, is coming from a woman's point of view, even though I like to give neutral advice because, I mean, that's just really me anyway in relationships. Um, But I know that um, compliments, go really far, especially with me as a woman. Um, I can even be mad at you, and then you give me a compliment, you know, and especially if you're, like, trying to be funny with me, you know. I'm just, it's just going to make me not be mad at you anymore, and then I'm just going to start laughing, and then we're going to have a good time. But, um, and that, uh, of course, with um, compliments, you know, goes back to the being taken for granted, because everyone wants, you know, that they're being um, appreciated, and that being appreciated, and a compliment is a great way to do that. And, of course, once again, it, you know, goes to making someone feel good. And when someone feels good, they act good, you know. So we should we should even want to compliment our partners, especially men. You should definitely want to compliment your woman because, of course, like I said, everything's connected. So going back to, you know, with the attention, women love attention. And if you're not giving a woman a compliment, you know, some man is going to give her a compliment, guaranteed, you know, at some point. So if you're not the one giving her compliments, then she's going to notice that, and she's going to notice the compliments that she does get. And whether or not she breaks up with you, whether or not she cheats on you or not, it still will cause um, problems in your relationship because she's always going to remember that and think about it. You know, that that's always on a woman's mind is, you know, how her um, spouse treats her. And we like feeling beautiful. <laughs> and then when we feel beautiful and we feel like you appreciate us, that um, helps us do a lot more for you. I know, like, with me, when I when I get compliments, when I'm appreciated, like, it actually makes me think of what I can do. So I'm like, oh, you know, like, wow, what can I, what can I do for you? Because I actually love, I'm a giver, and I love to give. It makes me feel good giving. So when I feel like someone appreciates me giving, especially in a relationship, um, I'm a really big giver in a relationship, and I don't want to feel like I'm giving for nothing, you know. Um, you, you start to feel stupid so when you receive, like, you know, compliments and, you know, accolades and stuff like that from your spouse. Um, it actually helps the spouse in turn. 
Okay. Excuse me. Never intentionally try to make your partner feel bad or look bad. It'll leave a lasting scar that can hurt the relationship. And that is really true. Um, of course, as you know, um, sometimes the the good, I mean, I'm sorry, sometimes the bad outweighs the good. So especially, and then especially if it gets really bad, you know, if the bad is really bad, and then that's going to leave a lasting impression on you. And um, you're going to hold resentment towards that. And you, you may have uh, felt like, you know, you guys have gotten past you know, something maybe you might have said something um, really hurtful to yourself. And, you know, as women, when men say something to us, we really take it to heart. And, you know, and if it was really something that's hurtful, it's really hard for us to let that go. So, you know, even when you get into an argument with your spouse or, um, you know, they piss you off or something, you know, just still try to... Um, Take precaution on what you say. You know, don't always be such in haste to say something because, you know, once it's out, you can't take it back. And that can have a damaging effect on your relationship, Um, especially, like, with women, with our bodies and stuff like that, you know. You can say something to us and it'll either, you know, make us, you know, lose a whole bunch of weight or it can make us gain a whole bunch of weight, you know, um just out of out of something that you said to us because, you know, we, we, we love you and, like I said, we take things that you say to heart and we're really sensitive. And you guys like to make fun of that, our sensitivity, um, but it's really important because a lot of times we'll remain silent when something bothers us, especially we'll remain silent when maybe it's something embarrassing or something that we don't want to talk about. So you may have done something to us and, um, you know, it'll hurt us, but we don't speak up because maybe we don't want to bring it to attention, to the the attention or to light or something like that, which I always feel like anytime that something bothers you in a relationship, especially ladies, you should speak about it immediately, well, like immediately um, when it's appropriate and not just keep it bobbled in because, once again, that does not help you or the relationship. If your spouse or partner does not know what's wrong with you, you know, how can they fix it? So when your spouse says, well, what's wrong, you know, don't reply or nothing. At least just say, I just don't want to talk about it right now, and, you know, let's talk about it later because, um, not only does it, you know, bother you where you have to think about it all the time, but it actually grows and it festers, you know, and and you could have saved a relationship over it. A lot of times it's like, you know, it'll be like one thing that just really bothers somebody in a relationship that they never got over. And then it could be something, too, that they never got over that keeps reoccurring, but it keeps reoccurring because you never said anything, but each time, you know, your boiling point gets higher and higher and higher, you know, and there's really not any need for that, you know, when you can just take care of it right away or, like I said, when it's appropriate because, as I stated um, plenty of times before, 
you don't always have to deal with issues when they arrive because it's not always the time. But d- don't keep something, you know, um, from ge- from getting addressed either, you know, when the appropriate time comes up. Even, like I said, even if you think it's something embarrassing, because hopefully you got with someone who is understanding. And honestly, you know what, if you're not with someone who you feel like you can talk to, it's probably going to be time to just, you know, start moving on, because now now things are different. We don't have to, um, you know what, it, we don't even have things set up right with relationships even now anyway. Like, there's no courting anymore. There's no getting to learn anyone anymore. You know, um, it's easier to uh, replace than it is to fix, you know, nowadays. So that's, like, one of the um, the major problems. If we if we start things out the right way, you know, a lot of things, um, a lot of things we won't have to worry about. And then our relationships will last longer. There won't be so much confusion in the world, too, because, you know, when relationships go bad, then that leads to confusion in society because then, like I said, we're playing musical chairs and this person is linking up with this person and this person wants to link up with that person and this person, you know, can't wait until this person gets out of that relationship so then they could be with that person. But if everybody's with who they're supposed to be with, you know, then we don't we won't have any affairs, you know, we won't have any divorce, we'll have strong families, you know, the family's going to be breaking up. Okay, now, this is one of the things um, that they speak about that I actually um, disagree with, and I I actually would like to speak on this. Um, Understand that your partner can have crushes on others, too. It's a difficult thought, but if you admire someone else, so can your partner. But, see, there's really no need to have a crush on anyone, male or female, or admire anyone like that because um, if you're admiring that, like, what is it about that person that you're admiring? Like, if you're admiring something about someone, well, then that means that trait is not in your um, mate. So then you need to fix that situation. And a lot of times, you know, people stay in relationships and they just prolong a breakup. You know that that's an inevitable, an inevitability. So um, why keep it going? You know, it's like you know the whole band-aid thing. You know, you just got to rip it off sometimes and just move forward and then make better decisions in the future. And we definitely need to make better decisions because we have children. You know, a lot of times, and a lot of us have children. You know, in these situations, and. Um, an unhealthy relationship is unhealthy for the children, too. A happy family produces happy children and productive children. And it's a productive society, period. Gosh, it seems like the time is going by so fast. It's only seven minutes left in the show. <laughs> but... um you know, I wanted to call in before we have the seven minutes of it. And I'm like, talking so much. You can go ahead and give your input. And just in case you do, 
without holding grudges. As hard as it may be, forgiveness is one of the qualities of true love that matters most in a relationship. And, of course, we know that that's helpful um, with any relationship or just, um, like I was saying before, um, holding a grudge, period, because it usually just affects the person who's holding the grudge. You're the one who's thinking about it. You're the one who's getting affected by it. You know, you're the one who's having the emotional and physical um, changes going on with you from anger and holding grudges. And, of course, you know, if you're holding a grudge with your partner, how are you guys ever supposed to move forward? How are you supposed to build? How are you supposed to come together? How are you guys supposed to even enjoy each other? Okay, so behave like children now and again. A few pillow fights or cute ruffles. It can never hurt anyone, but it can help both of you enjoy the relationship. And that kind of goes back um, to what I was saying earlier about, like, keeping everything um, young and youthful and, you know, how it was in the beginning of your relationship. Um, we know that most, some of our most fun times in relationships were when we were young. And when you're young, you know, you do silly things and have fun with each other. And that's really important just in life period, too, um, you know, some people try to act too grown sometimes or too serious, and there's really not even a need for that, you know, to, to, to act like you're too grown or too serious or something. You know, you can be goofy and you can have fun in your relationship. You guys can do goofy, fun things together. But, you know, that goes back to the compatibility because, you know, if you're not with someone who really doesn't enjoy, you know, doing fun things, then, you know, if you're the type that is, you know, you need to find someone like that. Or if you're the type of person who really doesn't enjoy doing fun things, you know, maybe everything you like to do requires, you know, you sitting down. <laughs> well, find someone for that and have a blast sitting down with that person. Be, spon- uh, be spontaneous with your affections. That's really good for men, you know, too, because... Um, you know, like I said, women were really emotional and um, really sensitive, and uh, we pay attention to you guys a lot. And a lot of times, you um, you can dictate our our home day. You know, if you're good to us, if you make us feel good during the day, then we'll you know we'll be happy. But if something happens, you know, we can ha- like be bitter like all day. No, and that'll affect other things too. Oh gosh, the time really, really, really is going by fast. Okay, we only have a few minutes left in the show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for now. I just wanted to um, take time to do this show, give out a few relationship tips for men. Of course, um, cover it again, uh, but we we did have a lot of requests. Uh, for another show, so I did want to at least get one out before we do do the um, the weekly um, BNC broadcast. <clears throat> excuse me, every Saturday at 5 p.m. EST, and um, I'm hoping to do a lot more um, weekday shows. 
I'll probably move it down a little later. And, um, of course, you know, get your calls in. But our weekday shows will be the BNC Real Talk um, weekdays. And, of course, we have the BNC broadcast every Saturday. Um, I'd like to thank everyone who tuned in to this episode. And once again, um, this subject will be brought up again. And, of course, also for the women. And then I want to actually get um, some callers in. Next time, I know a lot of my callers are um, in California. I mean, I'm from a lot of my listeners and callers are from California or on the West Coast, even in the uh, even Central. And I know um, you, a lot of you told me that you would still be at work uh, during this um, show, but that you would be listening. And I do see that you are here, and so I appreciate everyone who is here. Um, a lot of you, you know, did show up even though you weren't able um, to speak or anything. So that is greatly appreciated. Um, I'd like to say that you can, of course, reach us online at www.blacknationclub.com. And there um, you can link up with each other, network. We have video chat forums, um, messaging. You know, you have your own profile. And um, especially I want to get the forums going so, you know, that we can start and um, and then also too, you know the the issues that we discuss in the forums, we can also um, discuss it on the show too. So once again, I like to thank everyone who tuned in. Of course, you can catch all of our archive shows on our Blog Talk uh, page, which is you know blogtalk.com forward slash Black Nation Club. And also, you can check out our archive shows too on our website www. BlackNationClub.com and click on the BNC Broadcast tab. I want to thank everyone once again, and you all have a great evening. And until next time.